0: What's not funny, however, is harvey's continued disinterest in his relationship as he blows Sabrina off to go and steal a turtle with his mates. What a loggerhead eh chaps a loggerhead that's a, a that's an that's a i was gonna say a brand yeah a brand of turtle it's a kind of turtle and it's just just makes me sound like he's a, a a silly fool. It's just just me calling him a loggerhead didn't really work um clearly
1: yeah. know more about turtles than me I didn't pick up on that.
2: <laughs> no um yeah i didn't i didn't pick up on that you know what i'll just retreat back into my shell
0: <laughs> nice it, it just remind me of my uh, my favorite turtle based joke we've already done my favorite duck based joke would you like my favorite turtle based joke
2: yeah go on yeah go on then
0: yeah man walks into a library and he's like have you got any books on turtles and the librarian says hard back and he says yeah with little heads <laughs> <laughs> yeah I quite
1: like that, that's good, that is good.
0: Hello and welcome to Sabrina the Teenage Watch, the podcast where three synchronised, syncopated sycophants review all 163 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. My name is Phil Dean, I'm your host and guide through this wonderful, beautiful, sunny stroll down nostalgia lane before, oh what's that, we're hit by a second wave. Uh, I'm joined by two of my closest friends, not well, not technically closest. The closest in my heart, but not closest in my field of vision. Uh, first of all, it's Mr. Graham Riley. Hello, Graham. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Well, like you say, uh, we're probably likely to be hit by a second wave of COVID because our government officially does not give a flying fuck. Um, mm-hmm. And um, police are violently uh, assaulting people all across America for protesting their right not to be violently assaulted. But on the other hand... I had a lovely day. In uh, I had a social distance barbecue uh, with all the, the the burgers and the hot dogs and the beer and the sixties tunes and it was a gorgeous sunny day. So, in a in,
0: and it, and, it, and it was safe. You said one hundred percent safe. One
1: hundred percent safe. Absolutely, we used Good. separate separate barbecues, separate toilets. It was it, it was it was a model. A model of social distancing.
0: Excellent. Well, we should definitely get a TV crew uh, down so people can uh, see exactly how you should socialise during this difficult well, time. All I'm saying
1: is, don't blame me, yeah. Don't blame me, yeah. The second wave, yeah. Don't blame me.
0: <laughs> no, no, he's doing it right, and and uh, hopefully another man that is doing it 100 percent right is Mr. Chris Evans. Hello, Chris.
2: Hey, Phil. Hi, Graham. Hey, how
0: you doing, my friend?
2: Well, uh, you two already know, but I think it's about time we let our listeners know as well. As you are all aware, I stopped drinking for quite a substantial portion of this wonderful lockdown. Mm-hmm. I've now uh, reneged on that and I've opened myself a beer because I might have to go back to work in two weeks because apparently it's safe.
0: It is safe. Um, of course, it's not as bollocks. Uh, but no, I mean, of course, it's it's nice to know that we're all still, uh, still um, you know, nice and just just doing well guys making the best out of this terrible terrible situation um and i hope uh, you listen as well are again keeping safe and occupied and yeah you're just just doing well That, that's all that we ask for and that you enjoy our episode but mainly that you are uh, doing well but uh yeah let, let, let's move away from the depressing sort of covid uh and uh, uh talks for now and let's talk about something magical boys does that sound great it does indeed So, uh, yeah, so magical things. Yes, we are talking about Sabrina, as we do uh, every single episode, apart from those bonus ones that, if you haven't listened to, maybe you should. Uh, But, yeah, we're talking about, specifically, Episode 7 of Season 4. It's entitled Pre... No, no, I was going to say Prelude to a Kiss. Is that correct, Graham? Prelude.
1: As far as I know, it's not a word I've heard said very often, but I think the UK English is Prelude.
0: Prelude to a Kiss. That's the name of Episode 7 of Season 4, Prelude to a Kiss. In this episode, well as you can imagine the title gives it away it's um it's about sort of sabrina deciding who needs her attention and affection more is it josh who needs help with his studying or is it harvey who just wants support for his football game and uh, yeah it's her sort of tossing and turning about the right decision to make along with the help of dreamer who's that you ask so i will remind you very very surely um so boys uh given into a bit of industry secrets this is the second time we've watched this episode did you enjoy it the second time watching it
1: i'll say i enjoyed it more the first time round. but i don't think they're necessarily made to be rewatched in uh well it's not quite consecutive weeks is it um but uh yeah i enjoyed it quite a bit um the uh, guest star um who showed up in the uh, last episode mr clifford hanger it turns out he's going to be a regular part of the cast from now on we got another one a a more, a more dramatic one uh, this time around, we were really uh, left um, on tenter hooks uh, at the end of this episode, weren't we? And uh, there were also uh, some returning characters in this episode, which I very, very much enjoyed.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a pretty star-studded episode. And I do believe, Graeme, you're equipped with the several uh, several notes uh, for this uh, particular episode. Um, but yeah, the reason we say we watched this twice is because, um, well, Chris's computer was was a few seconds away from melting. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. So, so Chris, are you and your computer both healthy today?
2: Well, what I've... A- what i've been able to do today is i have not turned my computer on except for uh, except to rewatch the episode earlier today so it should be okay
0: that is commitment i do like that thank you chris
2: what is also commitment of
1: the reason that this happened is that in keeping with the spirit um of the times, Chris does use a vintage 1999 PC, uh, equipped with Windows 95 yes. and uh, a dial-up modem. So, uh,
0: yeah, that's a you know, you, you know, it's a good wave. Yeah, I mean, you're an actor, sort of. Your, your, um, you know, an actor, Christopher. <laughs> so, I know you do like to get into the role. So, it's nice that you expand that to your props in your life as well. It's, it's good going, mate. I'm, I'm, pleased to have you aboard. Oh
2: God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me put it this way: if you, if you're not going all in in the props, then what's the point?
0: That's it, you know, you know you've know, got to be a prop superstar these days. But yeah, so, so I mean, we didn't actually get too far. We didn't get further than this introduction um, of the last episode before Chris is just, just shut down. Um, so so uh, Yeah, it,
1: it just broke. I, I will say, I will say that, that intro we did last time, funniest thing we've ever done. It's it's really a shame that you, you, you'll never be able to hear it.
0: Exactly. It's just like that first version of Mrs. Craft yeah, that we it, recorded. That was, I think, the best episode we've ever recorded. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, you'll, oh. you'll never hear it. Oh, wow.
2: uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, this intro is only a tribute to that introduction,
1: indeed. To the best, to the best introduction Ex- in the world.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, it was.
0: Uh, so yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's let's crack on, chaps. So the episode opens on Salem Haiyang and Haiying as he's decided to take up Taibo, a popular very nineties form of. It's like workout meets martial arts fitness program, um, I guess, uh, to us. Um, and again, right off the bat, uh, we're introduced to um, Mr. Taibo himself. I believe his name is Billy Blanks. Um, Graeme, is this one of the guys that you've got a couple of notes on? Yeah,
1: that's the man's name, Billy Blanks. Um, he invented the word Taibo, which is a combination of taekwondo and boxing. Um, and he was a, I believe he had... Won um, a taekwondo medal at the World Games, which is like an off-brand Olympics. Um, but uh, yeah, he uh, popularised these workouts, uh, which um, originally were popularised by uh, in that grand nineties fashion. Uh, you could get, you know, a Ta a Taibo VHS where Billy B- Billy Blanks would teach you Taibo, which means he's pro- presumably pretty charismatic. Yet he doesn't talk, and you think the amount of charisma free athletes who've been given lines on this show, the amount of baseball players and figure skaters who have
0: Oh my god that, have, I can't remember his name, but yeah that that baseball yeah. player from um uh,
1: yeah And yeah you know all these people we've had to endure acting and this guy presumably has quite a bit of charisma and I think has done some acting even and he doesn't speak. So maybe he charged too much money for a speaking role? Or maybe he was a handful and they sacked him halfway through the filming so he didn't get to deliver his lines. What, what I'm supposing is that maybe they fired Blanks. Wow. Wow.
0: Oh. Wow. Opening gates and it's already fallen apart. But thank you very much, uh, Graham, for keeping this podcast uh, very on brand, very early on. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, is, is, is Mr. Mr. Billy Blank still with us, is he? he-
1: is there is a a um, dearly departed uh, guest star who shows up a little later, but uh, two in fact, but uh, Mister Blanks is still alive. Uh, see, okay, he's he's
0: st- still, still kicking ass, I guess. Yes,
1: he's still alive and kicking. I imagine.
0: Um, yeah, so that's a, so. Uh, Sub, uh, Sabrina reminds Salem that as both a cat and a pathetic excuse for a life form, he'll suck at it. So he magics in Mister Tybo himself, Billy Bragg, not Billy Braggs, <laughs> no, Billy Billy Blanks. Uh, to motor. who's Billy Bragg? What's he do?
1: Billy Bragg is a uh, a folk singer.
0: Okay, yeah, oh, I mean, I guess he kicks ass in other forms, but yeah, definitely not in Taibo. Oh. So, Mister Billy blanks himself. Uh, Sabrina gets inspired and volley kicks Salem across the room, which I did very much enjoy because I just love. Uh, I don't love violence to cats. Uh, again, uh, I'm not. I'm not one for them. That's one of the causes I'm not for. Um, but uh, yeah, I do like some uh, kicking puppets and teddies and that sort of thing across the room. And uh, yeah, it was a nice, nice, funny way to to kick uh, start this episode, I guess.
1: It's the same kind of thrill of like in um you probably don't see it so much these days with CGI, but in old action films, when someone like takes a big fall off something and it's clearly a dummy, it's that kind of that kind of thrill of like an inanimate object just getting launched.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was nice. So nice little sort of just kick assy sort of start. Nice, quick, nice, uh, yeah, we just we're in the episode. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, no Billy Blanks for the rest of the episode. Um, the, the titles are here. And uh, as we do at the start of every episode from now on, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we, we cry, we weep about the lack of uh, opening titles. So we make our own mirror gags. Um, this week is up to me. Um, so... Keeping in theme with the particular episode, we come up with a costume and a uh, a gag worthy of the show. Um, so, boys, so imagine, imagine, right, if yeah, you will, yeah, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's dressed. She's dressed in a pineapple costume, full head to toe pineapple costume, and, th- and that'll make a bit more sense, a bit more sense later on in the episode. So, dress. Whoa, 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 the
2: pineapple. Whoa, whoa. Are we talking like a spiky headdress as well?
0: I th- it's like a, a giant pineapple like her head is in the middle of the pineapple and it's just a, it's just an entire pineapple she's inside um but she's dressed in pineapple head to toe she's holding a big flashy sign with arrows pointing at her uh, and she says what can i say i'm just pining for attention
2: oh that that how do you like them them
1: pineapples she could have also said
0: i should i i should have said
1: i think she should have been dressed as the actor chris pine
0: Okay, okay, yeah.
1: But uh, but the reason you chose pineapples, of course, Phil, is because pineapples, pineapples are relevant to the plot of this episode, and we always loved, we loved the relevant mirror gags, don't we?
0: Yeah, a nice, a nice relevant callback to this episode, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's that's why I chose it. So it's a nice little callback all the way to season one. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, so thank you very much. And, uh, Graham, it's your job to do a joke next week, and no doubt you'll do it even better than me. Perhaps uh, after the titles were instantly reminded by Dreamer of the cliffhanger in the last episode. Uh, if you remember, it's about Sabrina's crush on Josh that she's like, mm, I've, I've really, so I'm, I'm attracted to Josh. I quite, you know, quite fancy him, and you know, so it was just thinking, oh my god, is this going to be a threat to a Sabrina and Harvey's relationship? And yeah, right out the gate, yes, it. Will Before we
1: be. delve into the um, that whole uh, uh, situation, that whole quagmire um who plays dreamer phil it's
0: uh china shavers
1: no it's china jesusita shavers oh okay that's that is how is credited uh i think for the first time in this episode i don't know that's an ongoing thing but if that was my middle name i'd want to be credited with it as well also perhaps having to be a three-name actor because they were all the rage in the late 90s
0: (sighs) yeah maybe it was a branding thing the agents Yeah, agents were like, listen, you're alongside Melissa Joan Hart, you know. And, you know, fair enough, John Huertas, he's just got these two names, but he was in a war because he's an old man. So you need something cool and edgy. How about three names? So, yeah, well, there we go. But, yeah, so Sabrina's crush on Josh takes, uh, I guess, sort of center stage in this particular episode. Um, And we'll we'll discuss sort of, like, the, um, I guess, the relationship between Sabrina and Josh a little bit later. But, uh, essentially, Josh just happens to be pushing the right buttons. He's not openly gagging for Sabrina, he's not um, trying to take her away, he just happens to just be doing the right things that appeal to her at the right time, so uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit later in the episode. Uh, back at home, and Hilda and Zelda have let their house become a mess whilst they concentrate on the clock shop. On the flip side, though, Dreamer is still not concentrating hard enough on her own magic, and so spells don't stick, which Zelda says is because of a lack of magic glue. That's why her spells sort of aren't um, sticking.
2: This is the first time we have ever heard about magic glue. I'm sorry, but that is a that is a too simple of a plot device that lazy writers have decided to throw in there so they could cause mayhem at the end of this episode. When we get there, you'll understand what I mean. Yeah, but c- uh, bullshit, lazy writing that is. You think
1: it should have been alluded to earlier if it was part of the law?
2: I, yeah, it's season four. If it's part of the lore, it should have been in in the beginning when C- when Sabrina was learning about magic and how to use it. We should have seen it then, so it'd be more believable now.
0: Yeah, I agree, especially especially seeing especially seeing that obviously one of the whole things about Sabrina and Dreamer is that obviously Sabrina has only recently become more confident uh, in her ability to be a witch. So she Dreamer should really just be a exact sort of replica of how she was years ago. And Sabrina never had any issues with no magic glue. She was just a bad witch. Can't Dreamer just be a bad witch opposed to, oh, it's just because you haven't got enough of this or it's because you haven't done that. It's just, maybe she's just crap. Yeah, But no, it's just, gotta have you say, just a lazy insertion of something that really should have been in the the lore, as you said, Chris.
1: Sabrina was turning things into pineapples because she was just new. She was green. Nervous, and yeah, we have nerves play a part in your, you know, your spells as we see in this episode. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy the whole magic glue thing.
2: No, no, no. If, if, if there was an emotion Dreamer was feeling that made that happen, fair Dinkum. But just magic glue. You guys can't see me. I'm using air quotes. Magic glue. Yeah. Bullshit. Sorry. but does magic glue, you know, sound like
1: a euphemism for? <laughs>
0: I don't know, well, to be honest, it can't get any worse than magical discharge, as you very nicely uh, coined. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. Wait, what, what, what,
1: what? So, uh,
2: what's. Yeah, my... so, so... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, Gra- Graham, what, what are you alluding to? Hello.
1: Oh, uh, spermatozoa. M- male effluent, that's what I'm alluding to. G- Gentleman's, Gentleman's relics, relics. Yes.
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. Or magical discharge for the sort of family friend. No, uh. Yeah. Not gentlemen's <laughs> gravy as we discussed oh, yeah. no, um. No, I last got episode. that checked. Not,
2: I'm all I'm all cleared up now.
0: That 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 is, that is a
1: relief. Devastating side effect of COVID, so I did worry about you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and of course guys, uh what is a magical glue made out of? It's dead magical horses, yeah. Uh
1: unicorns. That's what it's made
0: of. <laughs> yes. Magical glue is made out of uh unicorns that have been shot in the face. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, take that, um, Tell your children that. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so Dreamer is, yeah, her spells aren't sticking because, yeah, she's got a lack of magical glue. Whether it's just a saying or an actual thing, we we don't like it regardless. Uh, Sorry. Um, So Sabrina also refers back to her pineapple spells back in the very first episode. So a nice little callback about the history of the show, as you remember. Dreamer then knows that she's lacking magical glue, so she just pulls her ear for a little bit longer, and that seems to do the trick for a few more seconds. And that's actually what Zelda suggests. Just pull your ear for a bit longer. Do your spell just for a bit longer, and then it's all fine. Uh, yeah, Death, death's bullshit, Chris. Yeah, Maybe I mean, I just there.
2: doing that, it's like, oh, my car won't start. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just turn the key for a little bit longer. Fucking does nothing. You'll flood the engine. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. She'll flood her air with... With
1: magical discharge, that's what will happen.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, I'm, I'm not, I'm not good at surgery. Maybe I should just try surgery for a bit longer and just see if I'm any better at it.
1: Saw <laughs> yeah. so, so the bone for a bit longer.
0: So yeah, there we go. There you can just pull on your a bit longer dreamer, and then you're absolutely fine for a little bit longer. Um, Sabrina heads to watch Harvey's football game in the cold, and to show his appreciation, Harvey does something he doesn't want to do for Sabrina, which is ditching his mates and going for coffee. Um, And again, this this kind of, it's a bit of a funny episode. And again, uh, as I'm going to talk about Josh a little bit later, we'll talk about sort of Harvey. This is the first episode. Harvey really comes out in a bad light in this episode. And you start to see why Sabrina's eyes are wondering. So before we do go into it, do you sort of share the same thoughts?
2: I mean, yes and no. Yes and no on that one. Especially for the, uh, let's look at this specific moment. The fact that, you know, Harvey says, you've done something you didn't want to do for me, so I'll do something that I don't want to do for you. That, to me, is a relationship. Yeah, that, that side of it's
0: fine. Yeah, it's it, it's the next bit, really, was where... I guess I jumped ahead a little bit, but, you know, it's... You know, they're at the coffee shop, it's full of students and, you know, whatnot. It's kind of Sabrina's scene now. And Harvey doesn't contain his hatred for everything around him. And when Sabrina says, you know what, you you don't have to stay here if you don't want to. You know, kind of in a... But, you know, if you look between the lines, I would really appreciate if he did stay, though. He just takes up Sabrina's invitation. He just leaves far too quickly. It's like, yeah, you're right, I don't like this, I'm going to go. And I think it's that side, he's kind of the lack of flexibility in his willingness just to not always do things that he wants to do
2: yeah but my question he goes is, from being how long have they been together by this point
0: fi- yeah officially that's good um Ooh. i can't remember i come up exactly when they last went steady i guess yeah season three at some point wasn't it
2: shall we call it a year at least, at least yeah a year.
0: Let's, let's give it a year or so yeah
1: yeah yeah I think he goes from being the jock with a heart to just the jock in this episode it's uh, it's not becoming of him.
0: Yeah it's it's we seem in a bit of a um you know a bit of a, a bad light. I said it kind of I guess it does kind of spruce up this, um, you know, the relationship with Harvey, realised that, oh, maybe he's not the dream boat that we all thought he was. So let's, you know, it, I guess, it gives the audience a bit of root to come on, Harvey, you can change, you can get, get her back. So, but obviously, we'll explore that a little bit later on in the episode. But uh, yeah, Harvey does just run away from the coffee shop a little too early and leaving Sabrina um, very deflated that, you know, he just doesn't want to join in and with, uh, yeah, just want to join in with what she wants to do.
2: But I will say this. You can be in a relationship and both have your own separate lives. And if anything, that's healthier.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's more the sense that Sabrina, she hangs out in the cold for a football game, which, as we know, takes three months to play. So she's stood in that cold, just supporting. because She's like, I don't want to be here, but Harvey's here and he wants me to be here. And he won't stay half an hour just to have a coffee with her. It's 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 that there's there is you should have your own separate lives but there should also be a bit of equality involved in at least showing interest in each other's hobbies even if it's
1: just one thing maybe is though that like because they are getting to the age now where um you know Sabrina almost certainly will be going to college in fact obviously we know because the series finished 17 years ago that she does go to college um i don't know about Harvey whether he does or not we know he's not around for every Season that we've got left in some of them, but not all of them. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's them growing apart. Sabrina is very at home in this college world. She, I think Josh represents kind of the world she wants to be a part of going forward, whereas Harvey's quite turned off by it he will probably just go straight into the family business. The only thing about college that might appeal to him is possibly playing football at a higher level. But since he's not a starter for the high school team, he's probably not that good a football player, so he's not going to get a scholarship, is he?
0: And back home and Hilda and Zelda are trying to do their chores and they refuse to zap in any grocery shopping as it has bad repercussions, like Sabrina's credit card just a couple of episodes ago. Uh, So they decide to hire a cleaner and Salem decides to electrocute himself for the sake of a few toaster crumbs. So again, a nice return for the um sort of the skeleton x-ray view of uh salem the puppet so we did we did enjoy that again he's getting, he's getting a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a run around this episode he's being volleyed and now he's being electrocuted so yeah good good on you lad
1: Some real pain yeah some real pain by salem in this episode yeah
2: again yeah. though reused reused gag salem being electrocuted reused
0: uh but, still, but it was quite nice to to see i guess um Sabrina, meanwhile, decides to help Josh study for his exam on Oliver Twist, with thoughts of it taking all night. It's worth pointing out that she too becomes nervous and she magics in a little pineapple. So again, we get the little uh, sort of reminders of, oh, so I guess sort of when Sabrina's not thinking properly, um, you know, she's a little nervous around Josh, this boy that she has feelings for, that she's uh, yeah, she's just magicking pineapples all over the gaff. So uh, yeah, so that's a nice little uh, running joke. Uh, at home, and Hilda and Zelda's cleaner, or rather cleaners, arrive. Or rather, it's the pirates that tried to butcher them last season. They've arrived as their new cleaners, still babbling nonsense and just being really, really funny. Uh, boys, are we glad to see the pirates back?
2: Yes. Fuck yes. Yes, by far, <laughs> yeah. by far, uh, a, a welcomed endeavor on that one. I was like, oh, yeah, who the cleaners gonna be? It's the pirates.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know we were just saying just moments ago that recycling jokes and stuff, but it, it's, I think it's it's good when there's an actual reason to it. Like, the, the Pirates were really funny last time we saw them, you know, where they're just speaking nonsense, and that all three, you know, the guys playing the Pirates are just having a great time. And, yeah, they did just leave a bit too soon. You know, they left us wanting more, and that's it. Right out of the blue, oh, we found a way to introduce them again. And they still were different. They still became... The, the characters were changed um, you know, as, as the episode progressed again so you've brought characters back but also you've changed them slightly which uh, just made them even funnier towards the end Well
1: this is a point I wanted to make actually um, is that um, a lot of cases when you have a comic uh, character who is mainly known for physical comedy and noises, babbling and not actual speech when you make them talk it becomes a lot less funny. See Tom and Jerry when they talked, wasn't as good. See uh, Mr. Bean in his uh, movies when he talked, not as funny. The pirates stayed funny, even though they actually got some real speech off in this episode, which, um, yeah, quite an achievement.
0: Yeah, very much so. I think they're just very simple characters because it is just be pirates that are a bit silly. Very simple instructions, but they managed to just um have an absolute whale of a time in these sort of proper bringers along for this comedy ride and yeah like as you were saying Graham, yeah they're both funny just in the oh, yeah, 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 but also saying um it's it's weird it's kind of like like when you see clips or films where where a uh, an animal is is saying um he was talking it's like look at that animal saying human words it's kind of a bit like that look at those pirates saying things and stuff cuz they are just funny babbling like strange feral creatures but also when they say actual sentences it just it's even funnier so uh yeah
1: well we've, we find that they are in fact very refined and civilized in this episode it's, it's very funny
0: yeah so yeah nice welcome return for the for the pirates anyway so we'll we'll see them uh, for a lot uh, as this episode progresses um what's not funny however is harvey's continued disinterest in his relationship as he blows sabrina off to go and steal a turtle with his mates what a loggerhead eh chaps a loggerhead that's, uh, that's an, it's a that's a I was gonna say a brand yeah a brand of turtle it's a kind of turtle and it's just just makes me sound like he's a, a a silly fool it's just just me calling him a loghead didn't really work clearly uh, know yeah. more
2: about turtles than me I didn't pick up on that
0: <laughs> no um... yeah I
2: didn't I didn't pick up on that. You know what, I'll just retreat back into my shell.
0: (laughs) Nice. It it just reminds me of my uh, my favourite turtle-based joke. We've already done my favourite duck-based joke. Would you like my favourite turtle-based joke?
2: Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on then. Yeah,
0: man walks into a library and he's like, have you got any books on turtles? And the librarian says, hardback. And he says, yeah, with little heads.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I quite like that. That's good. That is good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go. So there we go. If, even if my attempt at doing some turtle-based comedy didn't work, at least we got an actual joke out of it. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so as I said, it's just, again, Serena's like, I know... I mean, Serena's a bit more real. She's like, I know we see each other every Thursday, but, you know, I do look forward to us spending time together and going to the mall, isn't it? And he's like, no, you know what? I'm just going to go and steal a turtle. And it, it's kind of based around this football game that he's about to play, but still... A kind of a focus on let's do things with my mates rather than keep promises, and it's kind of like again, you can have your separate lives, as you're saying, Chris. But I get, I think it's just he's been a bit what's the I was gonna say, flusy not the word, a bit um, flippant, flippant. Yeah, I knew it's a fl word, uh, yeah, a bit a bit flippant with his with his sort of plans. You also
1: might say he's being flaky as well, which yes, is what the Americans yes. call unreliable.
0: Yeah, so he's been a bit, a bit flaking, a bit. it's dropping plans in favor of doing stuff which is not as important as maintaining a healthy relationship with your woman. Um, so um, yeah, so it's it's um, a bit, a bit of a shame that we continue to see this develop with with Harvey during the course of this episode, at least anyway. Um, Hilda and Zelda return home pessimistic about what the pirates have been up to, but they're welcomed into a wonderfully spick-and-span house. The only drawback is the captives they have locked in their cupboard. Um, There's there's a couple in there, Graham, Have you got any facts on on them?
1: Seen the phrase, Here's Johnny! Used to introduce anyone, obviously most famously Jack Nicholson in The Shining. You've got Ed McMahon to thank for that. If you've ever seen somebody respond to somebody making a joke by going, Hey-oh! You've got Ed McMahon to thank for that, because he was the sidekick and announcer on the Johnny Carson show, the extremely popular um, American talk show um, that ran for like 30 plus years and pretty much set the template to what talk shows are on TV all over the world ever since. Um, However, what's he doing in this episode, Phil?
0: He's got a he's got a big old check, hasn't he? Yeah.
1: Now, this is very, very interesting. Okay. this um, is an example of the Mandela effect uh, which is also known as the Berenstein Bear effect
0: oh right I've heard of the Berenstein Bears yeah
1: okay um, so for an example of this um, Chris yeah I'm with you when Tom Cruise was on Oprah and he said he was in love with Katie Holmes what did he
2: do to express that very niche I like where you're going with this I wish you hadn't asked me it because I would have proving you wrong collective memory of people he went absolutely bananas and started jumping on the sofa
1: yes however if you watch the clip he actually sort of gets down onto his and he doesn't say the name katie holmes he doesn't say i love katie holmes she literally asks him are you in love and he like jumps off the sofa which he sat on gets like down onto his knees like pumps his fist and says yes yes i am um so yes Ed McMahon, or Ed McMahon, as Americans will call him. Well, sorry, we'll go back to start the story. Publisher's Clearinghouse um, run, possibly ran, uh, sweepstakes, similar to the Postcode Lottery, where they send a letter to your door, and if you sign up, you could win their sweepstakes and somebody comes to your door with a big check. Now, Americans of a certain age will talk about adverts for Publisher's Clearinghouse where Ed McMahon showed up at people's door with a big check. However... Ed McMahon never did that. Right. He was the voiceover for a different sweepstakes, not Publisher's Clearinghouse. But even so, he never actually went to the door himself with the checks, he just voiced over the adverts. And yet Americans will talk about and even in you know, and even in this cameo, will talk about Ed McMahon showing up at your house with a publisher's clearinghouse check. And it never happened.
0: Ah, so so this is a very this isn't just just a gag this is a proper like a bit of observational humor that people that certain people will get and certain people won't that sort of
1: I think it's only meant to go at one level though I think it's just meant to be haha yeah Ed McMahon's got a big check because that's what he used to do in the Publishers Clearinghouse adverts I think that's all it is wow I think it's you're just supposed to remember those adverts except they never really happened yeah so yeah a a, a very interesting and very interesting cameo, yeah.
0: But there we go. So they're just blow bloke with a big check, and it's got a... Uh, I thought you we were going to say he had a checkered past, but no, he's it's fine. It's all a nice, very clever joke. You're either funny because it's just this man with a check, and, oh, no, he's been kidnapped by pirates, so he's, they're not getting the money. But if you do understand it, it's also another much cleverer joke. So,
1: Those are uh, the best kinds of references, by the way are ones where it will still be funny even if, and Spaced was fantastic at this, I didn't get most of the movie references in Space, particularly in yeah. time when I first watched it, when it was like 12 or whatever. Um, but it was still a funny show. And yeah, those are the things, like, <laughs> I guess a man with an old man with a big check being captured by pirates is funny in and of itself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then until you realise, oh no, it's actually it's actually a joke on the common misconception about the bloke carrying the check, if you know who he is. Yes. So, uh But ultimately, we can all agree, everyone on this planet will agree that a man with a big check getting kidnapped by pirates is funny. So uh, well done, guys. In the
1: immortal words of Larry the Cable Guy, I don't care who you are, that's funny.
0: So, uh, yeah, so, so they uh, they open up, you know, they let these people escape, and it's all good. Um, they beg the Spellmans, this is the pirates, the pirates beg the Spellmans not to fire them as they'll go back to prison. So they magic in lifestyle guru, B. Smith, to teach them a thing or two. So, again, another sort of big familiar name. I knew the name, I just wasn't sure exactly what um, B. Smith was particularly sort of famous for.
1: Yeah, she was a model turned restaurateur turned, yeah, TV, sort of domestic goddess, you know, this is what you do in your home kind of, you know, uh, person who sadly uh, passed away uh, earlier this year, uh, February, I believe. Very recent, yeah. Uh, So, uh, RIP, yeah.
0: Josh tells Sabrina that he aced his uh, Oliver Twist exam and he's got great expectations for his Great Expectations exam coming up. Um, He's free Friday night and Sabrina quickly accepts the flirty invitation. So this is because... what happened was was Sabrina said, Yeah, I'll help you study and um she magic she magic in a copy of Oliver Twist didn't she and she read it quickly, cover to cover, just to so she knows absolutely everything. Yeah. So she can help him. So now
1: Sorry, with a rhyming incantation. Um that was something like make me read fast and good like Evelyn Wood or something like that. So yeah, she invented a speed reading course and that's why she comes into that um that incantation. Who has done the Who has done the non-magic version of this, by the way? Which is you really want to impress somebody by pretending to know about something? So, like when you go to the toilet or go to the bar or whatever, if you're in a if you're in a pub, um, you have a little quick Google on your phone to find out stuff about the uh, the subject at hand. Uh,
0: so yeah, so she she does the same here. He's like. Um... I've got to read it on Great Expectations now. Uh, do you know it? And she's like, "Do I?" And then she just kind of magics in a copy of Great Expectations and sort of reads it um, quickly. And she, yeah, she she accepts this f- bit more of a flirty invitation. She's like, "Come on, we'll make another night of it." And she she accepts it because she wants to help. She,
1: she's she's flirting hardcore in this, by the way. My God,
0: she is. She's she knows that perhaps she shouldn't. So. I guess eagerly accept the invitations uh, to spend, um, you know, an evening with with another man. But she's like, she's doing, she's trying to kid herself in the sense of he needs my help. It's fine, it's all friendly. But yeah, she she accepts these invitations in a way that's yeah. I mean, I, I I really want to spend some time with this with this handsome chap. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's fine technically. I mean, she's not propositioning him or anything. Yeah. It's just
0: she's just window shopping. It's fine. Yeah,
1: it's just. But knowing what we know, she's admitted to having a crush on him. That's she's definitely flirting, big time now.
0: And again, I mentioned sort of about Josh before, like you know, he seems to just be pressing the right buttons. He's just a nice guy who's um, just similar session to, to you know similar way to Dashel really. He's just taking all her attention away just by just generally being a nice guy. Who uh, I mean, we don't know too much about him. We don't know his interest. We don't know his is 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 uh, history. But you know, we just know that hey, he's just a nice college dude who runs a coffee shop and he's um, treats Sabrina nicely and. He's polite to us, so uh, yeah, it's nice, nice nice guy so far.
2: We, we also know that he's on a scholarship, and it counts for 50%. So what sort of scholarship is he on?
1: I, th- I think he means that he'll get kicked off the course if he doesn't get good grades, because he's on a scholarship, like he's not paying his own fees. I don't think he's. I briefly thought that it meant he was placed at the coffee shop because of his scholarship. I was like, "What? What, <laughs> what the hell is that?" But no, I think it means he's. I think he's probably he's, stu-
0: he's studying coffee studies for his uh, for his scholarships. What it is?
1: Yeah, I think it's he's a poor, he's a poor kid who has been given a scholarship to go to this presumably quite fancy school, or maybe it's just that he's wouldn't be able to afford afford college anyway. Uh, normally, because hmm. um, college in America is. Even more so than here, hellishly expensive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as part of the scholarship, we need to maintain high grades. So that's why these things are very, very important. to Got it, yeah
0: Yeah, because because I said Chris, yeah, because she, this is the moment where she starts to kind of panic about what decisions to make because Dreamer tells Sabrina that. Harvey has another game on Friday, but she's sure he won't mind. She's like, it's all I right. go to all these games; he won't miss me at this one." But it turns out that he's particularly excited for this one and can't wait for Sabrina to see him in action because they're against the big, uh, the big rival. So it's you know, it, it's the it's the it's the the derby, isn't it? Really, the the, the Westbridge and Eastbridge, I think.
1: Which apparently exists, Eastbridge. It's the f- first we learn of it. Yeah, it's over Northbridge and the Southbridge. That's what I want to know.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, Graham. If you, if you remember the. Uh, the topographical map of of Westbridge that we looked at. There's that a uh, big river that sort of uh, the two big rivers that sort of intersect between four locations, and there's those four uh, two bridges uh, that you can take from west to east, and the other from north to south, and you can go on. So the there, the there's many many bridges, many bridges that's right yeah there's the the, yeah just it's just bridge bridge
1: central up up, up in that part of massachusetts yeah 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 yeah.
0: and she heads home to ask the pirates for some advice and they deliberate which boy needs her more uh which again is just another thing i think is naturally funny is people um relating to characters that just by look or stereotypically wouldn't be interested like you know they've got these rugged pirates who are just obsessed with trying to butcher hilda and zelda and just be rude, horrible pirates. But they seem to be genuinely interested in Sabrina's woes over which boy to go with. Um, and, yeah, I just found the whole sort of exchange just really funny about them going, uh, what about Harvey? Uh, what about Josh? And yeah, was just, yeah, it was just really, really funny. I did enjoy it. Because they're rugged, but they're also really camp. <laughs> That's, they are they are, they are they are proper, like, pantomime pirates, aren't they? they are, um... And one of them, this is for UK View
1: uh, listeners only, but one of them talks exactly like Doc Cotton. <laughs> I
0: couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> well, what you need to do is yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they are very kept cap- the proper like. Um, oh, what's the the playwrights that did the like Pirates of Penzance? Are they sort of just very uh, Gil- Gil- Gilbert Sullivan? Yeah, uh, yeah just up, sort of yeah. very very funny. I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was this scene when they were weighing it all up that I-, I questioned myself. I was sat there and I was like, well, she's a witch. Why does she need to pick? Oh, wait. We've seen this spell before. Why didn't she just do that copycat spell and leave Dreamer with the copy so she could study with Josh so that Harvey would see her in the stand? What I mean, am I just being daft here?
0: Oh, do you mean the the copy where she can she can only say three sentences? Yeah, but from but season one, that one, yeah, oh, yeah. But but
2: having Dreamer there, but having Dreamer there with her to look at after the copy, it would have been made more sense. All she needs to do is be seen.
0: Yeah, I've just ruined the episode. You have you? Um, well, how magical was this episode, boys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the copycat spell. Maybe it's like the Sabrina version of the Time-Turner in Harry Potter, where it would pretty much solve all of their problems that come afterwards, but they never use it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so she's discussing with the pirates about what to do. Uh, she eventually decides that she's going to decline Josh's study sesh, which is a very good idea. She's like, you know, Harvey wants me there. It means more to both me and him that I'm there. Josh will be fine. Um, Sabrina heads to work to tell Josh that she can't study with him, but before she can, this is when, as you said, Chris, he tells her that, um, you know, that he's only here on a scholarship. And, and if he fails his exams, he's gone. He's like Valerie gone. So, uh, yeah, so Sabrina sticks with their plans. She's like, okay, well, uh, he, I, I need him here then. And, and he needs to be here. So I'm going to help him. So, again, her, her plan doesn't go to.
1: go to. Harvey problem. also procures the um, turtle that he's kidnapped. Yeah. Um, Yes. And uh, Phil, you're our turtle expert. What did you notice about this turtle? Because I am no expert and I noticed something. This turtle was a fucking tortoise. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) It had legs and not flippers. There is a tortoise downstairs. It lives here. It lives downstairs in this house and it looked exactly like that.
0: So, uh, yeah, Harvey bounds in talking about that they got the turtle. It's great. he, he's celebrating as well that his team have got strep throat, so there's a great chance that he'll actually get to play a game before he graduates, and he's so stoked that his best gal is there to watch it. Chaps, which is obviously his um Chaps, is not good. What is
2: it about this season and the amount of fucking viruses that they're going on about? Do
0: you think they knew?
1: I <laughs> think they knew. Yeah, they definitely knew. Oh my...
0: Yeah, if, if, ne- so if next knew. episode the football team have I've got a... They're like, sorry, Sabrina. If there's an episode where Sabrina loses a sense of taste, then yeah, they definitely... They, definitely they knew.
2: knew. <sighs> there's been so many references to viruses so far this season. Whether it's just because we're more aware of it that were making a comment on it. I don't know. We did an episode
1: where they literally discussed like loads of previous pandemics as well, <laughs> where they talked yeah. about <laughs> yeah, Ebola yeah. and bird flu and everything. Yeah, so maybe they knew. So, sorry, I meant, I meant swine flu, yeah, not bird flu, that they mentioned it in that episode, you're right. Um, but
0: yeah, Oof. Uh Sabrina makes up a plan with Dreamer. She'll study with Josh, and if there's a chance that Harvey will play in the game, Dreamer is to pager her. <laughs> That's so... A feature that we did in the first season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she'll then magic back what uh, she'll then magic back. Watch the game and everyone's happy. So there we go. Simple plan. I'm going to study when you need me. Just let me know and I'll and I'll uh, I'll be there. Uh, the library ends up being closed unfortunately, but they have a cozy study evening in the coffee shop instead. Dreamer meanwhile is alienating herself at the game by being confused about American football, which is exactly I guess how we would ask if you know how we would act we'd just be there going cheering uh, how
2: how you would act
0: yeah I mean this is from experience. I went to don't, a, don't uh, a me in. I went to a rugby match, I think when I was like fifteen, and a big fanfare played, and I screamed I was like yes, yes, it was', it was just a fanfare before an advert. And I was just so embarrassed. I didn't know what had happened. I thought the end of the game had happened, and I was, oh, I was, I was thrilled, and everyone just stared at me, going, because it was just an advert for like car parts, I think. Yeah. I thought it was like the final, final fanfare. That's what they do in games, right? Sabrina and Josh finish studying, uh, and his college mates uh, make a stop by with some Chinese food and college dorm anecdotes about food.
1: Get it? Because students, yeah, students, yeah, they eat anything, don't they? Oh they don't. Cook. They do it out, out of box. Boxes oh, and things, oh, and they big old scruffs. Yeah. They don't cook, oh. do they?
0: So they start just talking about like um, you know, things about that they do in the dorms, with food and stuff. So it uh, got me thinking. Any really awful like food behaviour from either of you from from uni?
1: I literally lived off like ready meals and you know ravioli and you know shit like that back then. But yeah, I guess nothing particularly out of the ordinary. Just my diet was was poor, very poor. And they had the metabolism to, to cope with it back
0: then. <laughs> my main one was was I used to just defrost food on the radiator before eating it. Oh. Um, so oh, that
2: oh, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad.
0: my my nan my uh, my nan used to make me loads of um, like pre made like cottage pies because we used to just eat them a lot when we used to visit um so she just used to send me back off to uni every term with about a dozen that i just filled the freezer with and you know i'd just sort of just defrost them on the on top of a radiator and then um then cook them so uh, yeah that's what i used to do and also i used to just eat frozen chips as a as a snack <laughs>
2: what, <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: frozen chips, like you didn't eat... Even... I just used to just get a ham f- handful or just used to have just a bag next to me while watching tell I used to just eat frozen chips.
2: But they like World's you... french what? fries. Did they like snap?
0: Yeah, yeah, they were they, were, they were just fr- like oven chips, frozen frozen oven chips. But Bro- or... you, you, you didn't yeah.
2: cook chips, you Jeez. just ate chips
0: out of a bag. Not exclusively, I still did eat like cooked chips, but uh, I just used those just to just have...
2: Oh yeah, just, you know, yeah... Just while I'm waiting for my cottage pie to defrost on the radiator, which won't give me thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat some frozen chips. How do you eat frozen chips? They're fucking frozen, mate. Do you suck on them like ice cubes? I don't understand this concept.
1: We were lucky to get you back from Sunderland. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it's only down to sheer dumb luck you didn't die, to be quite honest.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and I luckily lived to tell the tale, literally. Uh, So speaking of food, uh, the pirates have cooked a delicious spread for Hilda and Zelda, including seagull's head and a kidnapped creme brulee. Uh, Sabrina gets a pager message and zaps to the game, but Harvey just actually stood up just to have a drink of water. So she zaps back in awkward fashion behind the bins, um, similar to like where the uh, zombies were um, cropping up sort of last time. Um, later on in the game Harvey appears to have hit the field so again dreamer magic's in Sabrina again only to find he just got up to chase his gum wrapper and all this time Sabrina keeps getting up and having to um, leave because her pager goes off and it's I guess she's got the setting incredibly high or she's just incredibly sensitive as she keeps bursting out laughing every time it goes off and it's always in the middle of like morbid discussions or something isn't it um, or tales of people dying she laughs she goes in the bathroom zaps there zaps back and she comes back with a pineapple each time doesn't she cuz she's got to got to explain her absence in a way that, and she's just nervous every every spell she does so it's just not having a terribly good evening Japs.
2: I tell you what they could make they could make a cracking fruit salad out of all that pineapple Oh yes, oh, yeah. I mean, it go. would. Oh, it
0: would just contain pineapple, so not a huge uh, like variety of fruits. Had, but it's still incredibly hey. fresh. It's better than the than that Chinese food those students are eating. You know, ever heard of vitamin C? I
1: was good. I I, I have great band, but um, also um, it would be the <laughs> Um That the, the, they'll hear they'll hear from them at graduation. I tell you that, but um, the. Um, Yeah, that would be the most nutritious meal those students ate that week. Just pineapple salad. Um, No, it
2: it would be the most nutritious meal those students ate that month. Yeah, or even... And they'd probably... Their bodies would probably shut down due to the goodness of it. Yeah. Yeah. They'd go into shock. Also, speaking of eating, Sabrina seems
1: quite unconcerned with the fact that she's constantly running to the bathroom, so it will look to all those people like she has the shits. Like, that's really embarrassing, (laughs) and she doesn't seem to care that much.
0: Especially if you're with a group of college kids that you're trying to get get in with, you know, and so, Sabrina's cool, you've told us all about her, she's a really cool chick, and she keeps coming back with pineapples, and seemingly running off to the toilet because she's laughing at people dying, and then, I guess, just uh, look, you know, it looks like she's yeah, she's just taking a dump each time. So,
2: yeah, you, she's... You, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's nervous laughter and nervous shits.
1: And but also, then again, if they're defrosting their uh, food on a radiator, they've probably all got the shits as well. So that's true. <laughs> that is
2: true.
0: <laughs> from experience, from experience, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So, yeah, so as I said, um, Sabrina Magic's in and it just turns out that uh, Harvey got up just to chase his gum wrapper. Sabrina says that the college kids are going to think she's mental for disappearing too often. So she turns the pager off and then leaves only for Harvey to actually take the field seconds later and score an incredible touchdown, uh, not to win, but just to prevent a more embarrassing loss. And uh, yeah, this commentator is um, just saying like, and, well, King Cole scored an incredible touchdown, it's turned a loss into a less embarrassing loss. So again, just uh, funny, just uh, yep. remember the cast though.
1: Also funny is... The uh, we've had it before, but the stock footage of a giant football stadium <laughs> to <laughs> establish this high school football game.
0: Yeah, at, at least there was there was actual like um, extras to make you know padding out the, um, the, uh, the 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 bleachers. Is that the
1: right word? That is the right word. The uh, but yeah, the one time you actually. The one time you actually see the field of play, though, which mm. is I think when it first cuts to the game, is yeah, another of these massive like shots of like a probably a college football game because they are massive things, but yeah, yeah, like for this tiny high school, original uh, provincial high school game.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so so the scallop, the scallops have done um, scallop, no, ska, not scallops. They were the Westbridge scallops, really. <laughs> were West <Beach>. they <laughs>
2: the scallops, the scallions. scallions,
0: scallions. It's just a silly, but
1: yeah,
0: um. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's just a silly grave. So it didn't matter which one I said. So, yeah, the scallions, um, the less funny one. Um, Yeah, they they actually did do do all right with with Harvey. Um, But
1: as you know, Westbridge is not a coastal town. When when we looked at that topographical map that we referenced before, Mm. it's not by the sea. So they would not be the scallops, would they?
0: No. So, yeah, I am a fucking idiot. Uh, so they would not. No. So uh, yeah. So with Sabrina still in the coffee shop, and obviously she turned a pager off. Harvey's looking round for Sabrina. So Dreamer magics herself to look like Sabrina for Harvey to notice. But it only lasts ten seconds. And then when he's he sees her, and it's like, oh, that's nice. He he actually got to see what he believed was Sabrina. Uh, but you um, see,
2: you see again, again, magic glue, magic glue, plot device, fucking pointless, copycat, yeah. sorted. I think the, wor-
1: the worst thing is, Chris, that like, obviously Jima is nervous because she's nervous that Harvey will realize Sabrina's not there. So you've got a ready-made, already established excuse for the spell not working. You didn't need to put the magic glue in there. That's what makes it so bad, isn't it?
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like doing too much work, or like the equivalent of having to explain a joke that you don't need to, and it's kind of just. Just have the set piece of she's nervous and she can't do her spells very well. You don't need just, oh, it's because she didn't pull her ear long enough. Here's what it's silly. called
1: is making making a rod for your own back. And we've got the rod now, haven't we? And we're going to...
0: Well, you, know, you certainly have.
1: Yeah, we've got the rod. We've, we've, got, we've, got, we've got the rod now. And we're, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> no, I've got the rod. We're going gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> to, I don't know,
2: beat. We, I am going to be beating people with this rod. Yeah, exactly. It's a big
1: rod. Yeah, 21 years. 21 years they've got away with this. Uh, but now, now we've got the rod, and the,
0: yeah, the, uh, now we've got
2: the rod. They, uh, you know, now we've got the rod. They're going down.
0: Yeah, and don't you think he's sexy? Uh, with Sabrina still in the coffee shop, Harvey looking around for Sabrina, Dreamer magics herself to look like Sabrina for Harvey to notice, but it only lasts 10 seconds. So when he pops up to ask where Sabrina's gone, she just makes up an excuse for her that she left because she was feeling sick. So, again, doesn't matter who's with Sabrina. Everyone thinks she's got the shit. So she's she's not, um, you know, she's, she's not having a good image for, for any of her friends, really. So uh, yeah, she just says, "Oh, she felt sick, so she left." Um, not question the fact that Dreamer is wearing the exact same outfit he just saw Sabrina wearing. Yes, <laughs> I
2: was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, there we go. That's just me. Eh?
2: Why did Dreamer even have to turn into Sabrina? Why, why, why did why did that even have to happen? If the excuse was, "Oh, she's left. She wasn't feeling." I mean, it, she wasn't there for the whole game. You know, if Harvey turned around at a different point to look at Sabrina, he would have seen that she wasn't there. So Dreamer could have just gone, yeah, she left. She wasn't feeling well at about half time. Fucking magic glue. Uh,
1: I think she wants, Dreamer wants Harvey to believe that Sabrina was there for his big touchdown. I think that's that's what she's trying to that's establish in the movie.
0: She showed up in town, down,
1: and then had to leave very quickly afterwards. Is what is the lie she's trying okay. to uh, unconvincingly spin? Okay,
0: that's it. Yeah, because he'd be gutted if he was like, "Oh, you, you you missed me, do this and score this touchdown." If he's just like, "Oh, she did see it, but she then sort of she's just um, she's defrosted too many cottage pies, so she's had so she's had to disappear uh, back home." And Hilda and Zelda decide to hire the pirates after their triumphant evening performance. But they decline and say they'd rather work for somebody with more class, taste, and an interesting breeding. Uh, so so they show themselves out. So, uh, yeah, very, um, again, brief. It's 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 sad that they've been pulled away from us so far. But, again, another sort of rip-roaring uh, performance by the pirates. There they are. Um, I don't know if they appear again, uh, but it was definitely a, a tremendous surprise to see them in this episode because they did very, very well. And, again, by the end of it, they came a bit more... Um, <laughs> Uppity, is that the, the right word? Or sophisticated or um you know they were just being very uh stuck up but and Zelda. So it's yeah, stuck up there, yeah, nice sort of uh, complete opposite to, to what they were in the in the beginning. Uh, uh Josh walks Sabrina back home after a lovely evening and he repays her by kissing her on the cheek. And then on the lips... Oh, my God. And only fucking Harvey was watching. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my... I don't know about you guys, but uh, my... You don't look (laughs) sick. It was just... Yeah, it was... You don't look sick. And then he left. Again, like, I enjoyed this episode. We'll talk about it a little bit later. But I did enjoy the episode, but it was just kind of just happening. I was taking it all in. But, God, that moment... That moment, I proper just leapt and was like, "Oh my god, this is this." We knew it was going to happen, but it happened in such a brutal way. I kind of wasn't mentally prepared to to witness this act of betrayal. It was oh, it was awful.
2: <laughs>
1: That's the most kind of like of like that sort of tight kind of like right in the feels so, um, uh, feeling I've had um, during Sabrina since I think way back in season one with the uh, who's that. Oh, just a friend. You know, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's that kind of like, oh, yeah, just real, real angst. And that's what you need to do, because like like I've said before, I think, you know, the Sabrina Harvey relationship is massively important to the target audience. And I think if you put it in jeopardy, then people will respond to that, you know, and to to it on that like Cliffhanger, I think is a very, very clever move.
0: I And I think what, what's good is, is obviously the... I think the way they've told this this story this act of betrayal as such is is in a a, a more of a grown-up way so you know it's four seasons in the people that have are that have perhaps started watching this are obviously four years older carrying it on so they're more used to seeing something a bit more that okay let's see something play out at the same age that I am or the same age as Sabrina is which is kissing another lad in front of the door We're not sort of um Sugarcoating it—it's just she's just kissed another yeah. lad in front of Harvey, and it was horrible to see. And I can't imagine how any of them have been uh, feeling right now. And it—I think it's a much more mature way of doing it—a very, a very unsabrina way, but a very crucial, important teenage sort of sitcom um, way. So, I have,
2: uh... Uh, I have a controversial question to ask here. Did, did Sabrina kiss Josh, or did Josh? kiss sabrina or oh, i
0: mean i'd have to sort of go by the play by play and sort of rewind it fast forward sort of pause it but i think i mean he make he made the move he kissed her on the cheek and then didn't she turn she turns her head towards him Doesn't he? so i think he makes the first move but then she instigates the it, the, it she yeah she instigates it into something more. She all
1: too happily goes along with it, but he does kind of make the first yeah. overture with the kiss mm, on the cheek. Mm. But bear in mind, yeah. he has no idea. He has no he has no idea she has a boyfriend. He's doing nothing wrong, regardless. Well,
0: that that's that's it. I was going to ask that because yeah, she's never. I was just trying to think. She's. I mean, this is only the second episode he's been in, but yeah, she's not introduced or. Harvey's never been with her while she's been talking to Josh, so yeah, for all he knows that he doesn't exist. And the way that Sabrina has been acting towards him, yeah, she's definitely not told him that she has, um, she has a boyfriend.
1: I know fandoms. Okay, I assume they were the same back then as they are now. Do you think there are people who were Team Josh and people who were Team Harvey? Oh, probably as to who she should be with.
2: Oh, that's a great question for our listeners. Mm, it is.
0: Yeah, Go on. It gives me content that I'll probably still forget to post. <laughs> uh, but no, I, w- I, I will actually do it. Uh, I'll do a poll. So are you Team Josh or Team Harvey? As we're saying, I guess so the, the pros and cons of each is Harvey, obviously gorgeous dreamboat of a man, wonderfully caring, job with the heart, as we're saying. But his cons are that he's kind of losing a bit of interest or he's not so flexible with his um desire to spend time with Sabrina in the way that she would like to instead of it always being for him or Josh it's just a guy who is completely politely un- you know he's um like...
2: No he he's he's older therefore seems more mature
0: and he's not the wise with Harvey's existence of so technically not doing anything wrong um but cons, cons, he's a bad manager. Yes, <laughs> if, so, well,
1: he's always he's a uh, compassion he's a compassionate manager. He's a people's boss, which um, you know he's yeah. not let the authority go to his head, which is nice. But um, I mean, the same question goes for us: Are we team Harvey or are we team Josh?
0: I I will say I'm for I'm firmly sort of team Josh here. I think just from the um, mm. from how I sort of just just describes sort of Harvey's situation right now. I think he's yeah no, he's not he's no, not he's no, not done himself no, any favors.
2: No. I'm letting you think, no. No, he he might, not have, he might not have done himself any favours, but you've got to be Team Harvey. They've been through a lot together. They can get through this. This is just a mere bump in the road. Yeah, he didn't appear too great in this episode, but are you really going to take it just from a single episode, you dimwit? You know? The bottom line is this. You've got a whole history there. You can't be all Team Josh. He's been in, what, two, three episodes? Even you said he was a bad manager. He left her there unsupervised, and what happened? fucking zombie apocalypse
1: i agree with chris i mean as a a, as a real head i think as a you know down since season one i think yeah i think i've followed the sabrina harvey saga so much that even though harvey blotted his copybook a bit in this episode even though we start to see maybe something like a darker more dislikable side to him it would take a hell of a lot more for me to um, to jump off that ship um you know having having been through the ups and downs of uh Four seasons worth
0: of uh, Sabrina and Harvey. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think really it, it was not so much whether I'm Team Josh or Team Harvey. I just know for a fact I'm not Team Sabrina right now. She's um, she's 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 the 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 bad person in this. Yeah, in this let's situation. all
2: agree. Let's all agree that we are not Team Sabrina and move on from this conversation.
0: No, not Team. Sabrina. We've seen
1: her behave worse, but not for a
2: long time. Yes. Yeah.
1: No. Not.
0: She's not broken her hearts. She's not broken her hearts before. So there we go. Um, luckily, thankfully, rather after this horrible, oh my, God, just horrible sort of cliffhanger that we're left with, it's something light-hearted during the credits. Um, it's just the pirates expressing their detest at their new employer, scruffy, home and unruling, grotesque family. Turns out, it's only the bloody queen. Aye. Now, now, Graeme, you, you've you've got some um, you've got some notes uh, about the uh, the queen. Who who, who is she? Uh,
1: queen Elizabeth II um if you've ever spent money in the uk you've looked at her face if you ever sent a letter in the uk you've looked at her face she's the lady on the money in the stamps did you know that (laughs) (laughs) Ah. crazy but um we were talking before about maybe they knew maybe they could see into the future with all this virus talk there's a line from the pirates where they tell the queen liz that her children are out of control <laughs> I mean we know that at least one of them is now don't we boy yes older older old, older old Andy
2: yeah um yeah so uh what? no 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 sorry no you, you're mistaken he was at pizza Express
1: sorry yes pizza Express in, in Woking um, and he can't sweat yeah yeah, um, yeah 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 and you know no 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 we would never never allege that he he he, he that we couldn't trust a member of a member of the
0: house of windsor the only windsor i care for is the world is the world of shoes <laughs> well there we go boys uh well there we go that is episode seven of uh sabrina season four called um uh Pre- prelude slash prelude to a kiss so uh, boys a bit of a uh roller coaster particularly at the end i think i nearly fell off um but uh yeah what did we think of this episode did we did we enjoy it on the whole
1: um, i mean parts of it hurt me but um i think uh not to call gross as a to or anything here, but i think i like being hurt um in this particular in this particular way and no others um no matter what you might hear um i yeah I, I think yeah i really felt something in this episode i really laughed a lot at this episode um yeah it was it was, it was it was it was it was a good ride it had a lot of moving parts and i think they all came off beautifully i think it was a, a re- might even call it a return to form this episode i liked it a lot
0: Absolutely, uh, Chris. Sort of similar thoughts
2: there. Yeah, uh, it was it was a good episode, but again, it's just that I feel like we the. I feel like with a dreamer, non-stick glue magic, and then the the will she won't she, you know, divide in a relationship with Sabrina. It has been done, but like you said, it's it's been done in a in a more in a different way. At the moment, so it, it's interesting to see it unfold. But my favourite thing of the entire episode, by far, the pirates. Pirates are great,
0: absolutely, and of course, I mean they uh, were. Uh, I guess they are part of the the, the, the magical sense, essentially. So uh, let's see if they score highly because at the end of every episode, as you know by now, uh, we like to score these episodes uh, with a certain criteria, and they are magic. Wit, creativity, and say it with me, boys, like a pirate this time. Pret- 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 yar. Um. So, boys, first of all, uh, magic. Just how magical was this episode? Uh, I mean, I mentioned for the pirates. I, I, they're, I, they're they're I, they're not magical in the sense, but they they are. They I think they do live within Phil, the the other Phil, realm.
2: Phil. I'm not even going to explain why I'm doing this, but I'm going with a two. Yeah, I would agree, because pirates don't have any
1: magical ability. We don't know if they encountered them originally in the other realm. Possibly not. They could just be regular, degular, 15th century, 16th century mortal realm pirates. Hildren's elder have been around for a long time. Who knows when they came across them. Um, So I wouldn't put them in there. Um, A lot of the magic stuff um, is stuff we already seen before it was good to see the pineapple come back but um other things you know like magic glue we weren't a fan of and felt made a mockery of what had gone before so yeah not a good episode for magic i would say so yeah i think two might be about right
0: yeah two. yeah i'll 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 agree with two then okay so uh, what about wit pirates five um
2: <laughs> pirates it, yeah. five
0: the only yeah this, this is like the the dog in a cap sort of equivalent so yeah i think the pirates automatically sort of gives a uh, a five so yeah no i i thought they were very funny they were very funny first time they were out and uh, yeah the, the the second time they come around to visit just as funny so um, any other sort of particular moments they yeah salem was wasted no we
2: we don't we don't no we don't need to discuss anything more now pirates so, five done pirates move five
0: on. okay <laughs> pirates five let's move on uh, what about creativity
2: Hmm. I I mean
0: some
1: good callbacks. I guess that comes into creativity, bringing back the pirates, bringing back the pineapples. I think you know that's kind of like building kind of like the lore and the continuity, and also um yeah I actually that probably goes more in progression than the other thing I was going to say. But yeah, I think I think those callbacks were good. Um I think that the um the kind of st- the yeah the the kind of structure of 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 um having to flip between her two commitments and things i know that's a common sitcom conceit but i think it was i, I think it was handled pretty well i don't think i don't think this particular sitcom has ever quite done that before it's interesting seeing sabrina faced with that i thought it was yeah a reasonably creative
2: episode i i i i i'm going to agree i but again i i'm going to wear on the side of co probably a three for creativity straight down the middle yeah probably yeah probably not the yeah. three yeah
0: yeah, I, I was, I was going to say, um, sort of down the middle, as well. so three for creativity, and I guess then for, uh, for progression, really.
2: Obviously, before,
0: doesn't need much explaining, but there was a huge amount of progression right at the end there. My God, yeah, Serena and Harvey's relationship.
2: Yeah, but before we go into this, before we go into progression, I'm going to say this, whatever number we give progression, we're knocking one off for magic glue, okay? <laughs>
0: okay yeah that that was uh that's... are we
2: in an agreement on that one
1: that was definitely a case yeah I think it was definitely a case of one step forward yeah. one step forward glue steps back but oh. um...
2: <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah no I'd say I'd say that you know it was a huge amount of progression because it's it's for the first time in a long while maybe since the two-parter episode in season two I Cannot wait for the next episode, um, you know, in the hopes of how is this all going to be addressed? How is anyone possibly just going to sort of get on with their lives after this?
1: The central relationship of the show is hanging by a thread. We've not had anything this grave to end an episode before um, that I can recall. So I think think it could be a five and then, based on Chris's knock one off for the glue, a four.
0: He's always knocking one off with his glue. So, yeah, maybe... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe yeah i i go on that I, I we did agree so yeah four for uh progression because yeah four. magic glues magic glue being the reason dreamer can't do magic is just silly um flogging literally a dead horse oh, oh. so uh oh. sorry flogging a dead unicorn rather uh yes yeah, so uh yeah no i say four for progression so uh so christopher you are the uh the the, the whiz the genius of monsters so what does that give us we had um, we had two for magic, it was two for magic, uh, five for wit, three for creativity, and four for progression. So, what does that give us?
2: Oh my days! That gives us a uh, a score we haven't seen in quite some time. That's a feat out of twenty, chaps. That is a uh, nice. That is right. a proper good score.
0: That is a good score, and you know, I I knew it would be because I enjoyed watching it, and that end, God, it's still just. Oh, God, I can't wait to see uh, what uh, the next episode is all about. Uh, would you like to know what it is called, gentlemen? Oh, I'm scared. Yo, yeah. Always. Okay.
2: Let's do it. Episode
0: Episode 8 is, I guess, a reflection of uh, how all three of our lives are currently going on at the moment during this lockdown. Episode 8 of Season 4 is called Aging, Not So Gracefully. Something we can all
1: relate to. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, So... I guess maybe I mean perhaps you might say Sabrina is aging not so gracefully uh, putting herself in this situation with the um, you know the whole love triangle uh, situation maybe until she grows up and chooses between Harvey um my god why has
0: his name got out of my head and Kaitel
1: yeah um until she chooses between Harvey and Josh uh she will get prematurely old, like every you know, if, if, every hour she gets more, and more wrinkly and wizened and grey.
0: Every hour? Fucking hell, you're you're brutal. Maybe maybe you do belong in the uh the, the witches council there, Graham. So uh Chris, same thoughts? Uh
2: almost exactly the same, except for me it was gonna be um aging not so gracefully. It, every time she does magic now because she's torn between two things so again the mortal and the witch yeah because she's torn between two things she ages or when oh what about this when else does somebody age when they do magic chris
1: stardust stardust yes yes michelle pfeiffer um
2: michelle pfeiffer that white gold
1: indeed (laughs) Well what, what 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 is what is the actual part of the um the actual part of the episode. <laughs> I think Uptown Phil's gonna give it to us. I
0: certainly am. So uh Aging not so gracefully, episode eight of season four. In order to impress Josh, Sabrina starts using aging oil to make her more mature. But she uses it to the extreme and starts getting older and older. So if that synopsis is anything to go by, boys, I think think she's made her decision how do we feel about that I
2: I, I will believe it when
1: I see it that is all goodbye yeah I'm reserving judgment until I see it played out.
0: <laughs> that's okay so uh, and i hope you uh join us uh, when we do that as well which is next time uh, when we review episode eight of season four uh as for this one episode seven i do hope you have enjoyed it my name has been phil uh situated in my own home and i'm still not used to seeing the wonderful faces of my comrades sitting on the couch uh across from me so uh thank you very much to one of those men mr graham riley thank you graham
1: Uh, You're welcome. You don't let me get out of seeing your face, so I have to put up with that because your webcam works, unlike me and Chris. My webcam,
0: my webcam does work because guys got to make a living. And uh, the other man that I'm joined (laughs) with is is Mr. Chris Evans. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh,
2: Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Graham. Uh, This is Chris Evans signing off, saying,
0: "There we go. It's happened, guys. We did tease it in the last season that." uh, one of these days, we would have to report that uh, Chris Evans died. So, unfortunately, uh, uh, Graham, you've got a fact about Chris? He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> so, uh, join us uh, next episode where it will either just be two of us or we'll recruit someone else. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so if you would like to, uh, you know, sort of uh, reach out to us or, uh, you know, show your support for us, then you can do it in a variety of different ways. You can follow us on Facebook. That seems to be the most popular means by now. So once again, thank you so much for finding our page, even though I don't post anything or make it worth your time. But thank you very much. Your support means a lot. Um, so you can just find us on Facebook by typing in Sabrina the Teenage Watch. Uh On Twitter, we are at SabrinaWatch. Just find us there. And maybe one of these days we'll post something. Um, hopefully, as, I, as this has gone out, out. i have posted a poll um let's find out what he says later and um, also uh, you can uh, leave us a review if you would like to uh, go to wherever you get your podcast and just leave us a lovely review or if you head to a website we've got called www.coffee.com. Uh, that's ko hyphen forward slash Sabrina, the teenage watch. You can leave us a little donation, as little as a cup of coffee, um, just for one of us. If you want to, uh, we'll we'll share it out next time we see. It'll probably be cold, but we'll all have a couple of sips. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much once again. Do stay safe. I do hope you are, um, you know, still sort of keeping. Um, I don't. It's. I always feel a bit weird, guys, sort of doing these signing offs. Uh, I just just want to wish everybody staying safe and good health. I don't know what else to uh, to add in. Any any, any thoughts from
1: stay stay safe stay beautiful keep on rocking
0: stay fresh indeed so until then wherever you are in the world whatever you're doing whoever you're with may every little thing you do be magic my...